Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wild Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast to help us practice talking and thinking about sex in ways that I hear, based on your reports, help us all lead better laid lives full of pleasure and whatever levels of connection you and your partner agree upon. And my guest today, I'm very excited to introduce to you, is Willow. She's 24, she's Norwegian, living in Oslo, uses the pronouns she, her, is bi, we're going to talk about it more, and has some kinky tendencies, currently in school studying to be a librarian. Welcome, Willow. Hi. So, uh, where should we dive in? Will you tell us the first thing that you remember about sex, hearing about it? I don't remember, like, like the first time I I heard people talking about it because I think I read about it like in a book. I think the first like that was my first experience with sex was like reading a sex scene in a book. Oh really? How old were you? Do you remember? Ah, uh, I think I was like maybe ten or eleven. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like I and I really loved the book too. It was like great. Do you remember what the book was? No, I oh, don't. Okay, okay. I, I, just, ha- I have one of those like... too from my young days. Like it was like on my parents' bookshelf. And I remember this man wrote about his 11 lovers. And he was like, for some people, that's too many. For some, that's few. I have no idea what that book is. But I always remember it. Because that's the first time that I was like turned on. So how did this book make you feel? Oh, I don't remember like exactly. But I do remember that I really liked that there was sex in it. And it was like the first in a book, like a series. So it was like, oh, I need to get the second book. Yeah. <laughs> Someone read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, th- I think I borrowed it from some of my friends, actually. Yeah. Okay. They were three years older. Okay. Yeah. That's excellent. And can you actually just give us an overview of your sex life? Like, so we have these early experiences. Walk us through and I'll stop and ask you questions along the way. Yeah, okay. So I started masturbating when I was nine, I think. Like, that's like the first time I can remember doing it, at least. Mm -hmm. I might have done it before that. I like, I'm a very sexual person. So (laughs) it might, might have like always touched myself. And then, like, I started reading books with sex scenes in them. There were, there weren't really necessarily like erotica. They were more like, I don't know. It's like these cheap books that you can buy at the store. Yep. <laughs> That's like, yeah. Yeah, I read those. And then I started reading manga. That's like Japanese comics. Uh, and they have like their own category. That's called Yaoi. That's boys love. So I read quite a lot of those. And what is it exactly? <laughs> so there's like usually two guys and they have a lot of sex in them. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. How did you discover that? I think a friend introduced me to it. Okay. Yeah. I think I was like maybe 15. I don't remember quite like the age, but I think like maybe 15. Did your parents know what was in those mangas? <laughs> no, but I, I read them online. Okay. So they, they yeah. It's not like I bought them and then had them on my shelf because I don't think I would have done that. Totally, totally. And then what? what is your family like? Like, I know that here in America, we conceive of all Europeans as extremely open and sexual. <laughs> we walk around naked yeah. all the time. And uh... I think like 
I can't remember ever, like, my parents ever having, like, a sex talk with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the first time we talked about it, actually, was after I got a boyfriend. Like, my mom said, like, you have to use protection. Okay. How old were you? Yeah, that, I was uh, 17. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I hadn't even had sex yet at that point. So, that's like, yes, mom. I <laughs> No. Yeah. And what was the sex ed in school like? Yeah, we have sex ed, but it's not very good. And I can't remember much of it. Okay. Like in primary school, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Uh, They have like this guys and girls talk about like puberty. Yeah. And then in uh, junior high, there's like sex education. But it's not the best age. To have it because people are like oh they're just laughing about it kind of mm-hmm. all the kids in class just like mm-hmm. yeah, this is super funny yeah <laughs> then you really pay attention <laughs> so i don't remember much about that actually. okay yeah do, do you remember how you started touching yourself like if you were nine you know like how did you discover it or what do you remember about like thinking I about it you know use the shower mm-hmm I used it, in, yeah. So I like used the shower heads yeah. directly, yeah. So that's re- what I did for like years, I think. And in the first, it was like that was all I did because I didn't really have like the understanding of the sexual part of it, yeah. Uh, so it just felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, then, what kind of shower head was it? Like, was it one of the kinds that's like, or was it like more like? Uh, not not like that. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I mean though, right? Like yeah, the, like those like those ones that like go like really hard, and then there's like ones that are wide, and there's some that are like combinations. Because like for me, even now, certain ones won't work. Like I need I don't know. I've been thinking about this a little bit. Yeah, it like needs to be the right pressure. Yeah. But not... Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So it's uh, I for a while I used like the faucet. Because mm. we had like a faucet in the shower. Yeah. So I just turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was. And then, like, I don't know, like, exactly when I started having actual, like, understanding that this is, like, a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess around the times I started reading the books. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I would guess so, but I, like, it's, it's difficult to remember exactly when. Then I had, like, crazy fantasies, like, makes no sense. But, yeah. They worked for a while. Can you tell us what any of them were, if you remember? Well, most of them was, like, of me being kind of against my will kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Most of them were that way, like, I was kidnapped or something. I don't know. Yeah. So many weird fantasies. <laughs> most of them was against my will. Will you talk about that a little bit more, like... Has that shown up in your adult life? Because we talked about being a little bit kinky. Will you maybe connect those dots for us? And then we'll go back and fill in all the details. Yeah, I can. Sure. Yeah. I really like being restrained when when I have sex. Yeah. So either like by ropes or like anything really just holding me down. Also, it's like great. Can you tell us some of the ways that you've been restrained? So it sounds like you have used rope. Yes, I have used rope. Uh, not that many times because I don't really have anyone can do it. Yeah, so I like twice with ropes. 
I had fantasies of being restrained and kidnapped when I was little, and they were always with aliens. Who were the people that were in your fantasies? <laughs> well, well, I they, they were mostly people. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, people. Okay, so you'd been touching yourself for a little bit before you started exploring with partners. Will you tell us a little bit about kind of that transition? Okay, so like my first experience was with my boyfriend. We had been like together for five months before we had like proper sex. Mm -hmm. But before that, we had done so much other stuff. He was my first sexual partner in any way like also, Ooh, okay. yeah, also my first boyfriend and my first like person i kissed and yeah yeah lots of stuff so i okay. hadn't really done anything before i was 17 great. other than by myself yeah yeah it was really great but like he was very he didn't really push that much mm -hmm. so it was like like are you sure that you want to do this kind of thing and we hadn't done a lot other stuff before that <laughs> So it was like, yes, I'm ready, kind of. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was really nice. Was it his first time as well? Yes, okay. it was. Can you tell us, it, like, is there a story that goes with us? Or will you just tell us maybe a little bit of your thoughts and feelings about when you started fooling around in the first place? You know, just like anything that comes to mind, like, I don't know, early blowjobs, early, like when he went down on you for the first time or like what was you losing your virginity like or what was your sex like re really wherever you want to take it. Will you just tell us some details? Yeah, sure. Okay, so like it started really great. I would say like we started like dry humping. That was the first thing we did like sexually. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was <laughs> probably why my mom thought I was having sex because uh, my bed uh, is like... <laughs> So That's hilarious. And just to yeah. clarify, you like make out while you dry hump usually, right? Like it's like part yes. of it. Yeah, I love making out. Yes, making out it's great. So because uh, like um, yeah, I lived at home at the time, so the walls are really thin, so, so you can hear like basically everything. So is your bed squeaky or does it just like? Yes. Oh gosh. So. So we hadn't actually had sex, like we had only dry hump, but yeah. the bed, like with the squeaky bed, yeah. it kind of sounds like you're having sex. <laughs> yeah. And also like my little brother lives in like the room next to me, my room. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I didn't, I don't know. I When I have sex, I kind of like zone out. So I don't like notice all the stuff around yeah i'm like in the zone yeah yeah so i don't really care about that like right then and then i was like well it's too late to care afterwards so then i was like ah, whatever you're like, sorry <laughs> kind of sorry but my like my little brother he didn't like hear that much so he probably he probably didn't hear anything oh, well that's good that's good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so then when you started exploring more, what was that like? Yeah, I think like the next thing we did like was like he fingering me and like just he basically touching me and making me feel good. Mm -hmm. I don't think he made me come in the beginning. Yeah. I think I stopped it like yeah. before getting there. Yeah. Because 
I don't know. And when, when you say stopped it, do you mean like physically you said like no, or what do you, is it like a brain thing? Like Yeah, I I physically stopped it. Like okay. I like stopped him from yeah. continuing. Yeah. Do you remember why? Yeah, I think it's like, like, I don't know, really. It's because it's like too much, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's too much. So, yeah. And yeah. And at that <laughs> point, were you still using mostly the shower or were you also masturbating with your own hands? Also, yeah, by then I had started using my hands too. Okay, okay. So, I, yeah, <laughs> I explored a little bit on my own. Yeah. Just while we're on the subject, what needs to be in place or how do you touch yourself with your hands to be able to come? Yeah, I'm not really that good at making myself come, actually. Okay. Because uh, I feel like I need to be, like, in the right mind space mm -hmm. to... So it's like I can be horny and then, like, okay, I'm going to go touch myself. And it's, like, going good. And then it's, like, I kind of fall out of it in mm. my mind. And then I can't really <laughs> finish properly. Okay. And does yeah. that happen a lot or... What is it that makes you fall out of your mind, too? I don't know, but maybe, like, it's like all the other stuff, like, in my life, I guess. That's Got just, it. like, like, stress about school and exams and yeah. all those kind of things that just, like, I, like, I can't shut my mind off, mm -hmm. kind of, so I fall out of it. Yeah. Oh, does that happen a lot? <laughs> well, when I'm touching myself, it does. Okay. I don't really have that much of a problem when I'm with someone else. Oh, that's yes. great. I think if anything, I'm the opposite, unfortunately. Although I'm getting better. Like now that I've, that's why I like to practice sex so much with other partners too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because so, oh, it's yeah. really easy to, when I'm with someone else, to like get into the, the, the mind space of sex kind yeah. of. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. I love that being with another person helps you drop into your sexual body. That's so cool. Yeah. So can you tell us more about, well, do you want to keep talking about this first boyfriend? Like, do you remember what it was like the first time you gave him a blowjob? Did you give a blowjob? Yes. Uh, I felt like, like, I really wanted to try it out. And then I, I was like, I wasn't sure if he liked it. So mm. I was like, am I doing this right? Did you say that out loud or were you just thinking it? No, I was just thinking it. Like, okay. I wasn't really good at communicating yeah. with him about anything, really. And he was my first boyfriend and we were together for six years. Oh, wow. So... Whoa. So you, so that's recent. So you broke up last yeah. year? Yeah, like almost a year ago. Whoa. Will you tell yeah. us more? yeah sure i can tell more it's like oh i don't know so he was your first experiences well first of all have you had any experiences with other partners since yes okay and then secondly can you just tell us what you noticed about your sexual self or your sexual relationship with him over the course of those six years you know so going from this place of like truly starting from you know, fresh, fresh, freshness. <laughs> I don't know why I'm using the word fresh. It's weird. <laughs> not that, not that you're no longer fresh. I think we're all fresh, but, um, 
you know, but but from this sweet, tender, you know, young age and then through your early adulthood, that's huge. So what was your sex life like? Yeah, well, it like started really good and then it just got worse. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. So I don't know, like, because in the beginning, it was like after we had sex the first time, we basically had sex every time we met, kind of. Mm-hmm. But he, I think, like, he, I have a much bigger sex drive than he has. Got it. Okay. So it was like, then we started having less sex. And for me, that was really tough. Can you tell us what your preferred amount of sex is? And then, like, approximately how much sex you were having? I would say, like, if I'm in a relationship, at least once a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that seems that's fair. like, yeah, that's like, and if, if like there's other circumstances that makes that we can't have sex, like I would say, like the absolute least amount is like once a month. Yeah. Uh. So so we started from maybe once a week, and then we went to once a month Ooh. having sex. <sighs> yeah, it was it was like a really like uh, su- very very sudden. Yeah. It was yeah. So also, like, I felt like every time I initiated having sex, he would kind of reject me. Ooh. Uh, that sounds hard. It's, yeah, it was very hard. Um, and then it got worse. Mm. So then there were, like, maybe after a while, like, once every third month, and then... Uh, and actually we lived together for three years so after we moved together Uh it was much tougher because because before then I didn't meet him like every day yeah I met him like maybe once a week yeah so so when you meet someone like once a week and then three months it's not that long because you don't meet them that often right but when you move together and it's still three months it's so long yeah did that did that like damage your feelings around your sexual self or how did it how did you what did you do yeah so I like I tried to talk to him about it and like the problem with like I think I should have tried to get him to talk about why he didn't want to have sex instead of me saying I want to have sex Mm -hmm. or I need to have sex because he was always like, yeah, yeah, I, we, I, I'm going to get better. And uh, yeah, I don't think it was very good for him either. Because yeah. like, I probably pressured him a lot. And I, like after a while, it felt like it was like when we had sex, it wasn't because he wanted to have sex. It was like he did it because I wanted to. Yeah. How was that for you? That was not very great. Also, the sex like it didn't feel. I I had like in the end of the relationship, I had difficulties getting into like the right mindset. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like having sex and then thinking about everything else except for sex, kind of. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, and I was. I cried a lot about, about yeah. this. 
So it was, it was really difficult. That's really difficult. And also during that time, so you lived together three years. Was there time for you to masturbate by yourself? I guess if that's not even your thing, it's extra hard. Yeah. Well, actually, I would say I did masturbate. You did? Like in the shower. Okay. Or when he was away or when he was asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got like a vibrator at that time. Like What kind of vibrator? Like an egg. Oh, no. oh. Like a, yeah, the egg shape. Is it mostly for on top or how do you use it? On top. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the best way for you to come? Not really, actually, but I didn't really realize this before I was out of that relationship. So, yeah. yeah, the best way for me to come is actually by inside stimulation. Oh, great. But I like it's for if I'm going to like I can't do it myself because I can't like my. <laughs> it's yes, yeah, really the same way. I'm the same way. Like it's from inside inside, even if I'm using like a dildo or something like it's not the same as a cock that's attached to a person. <laughs> Yeah, and I like I can't reach the place that feels good, but I can't do it for very long because right. my my hand hurts. Yep, yep. From the position. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so is there anything else about that relationship that stands out to you in in like a sexually important way? Like I would say that I stopped like initiating things mm-hmm. in a general like like it's still tough for me to initiate uh like trying uh, like uh, yeah yeah <laughs> trying new stuff or like just initiating in general because if they say no it like hits me so much harder yeah kind of oh yeah also if, like yeah so also i would prefer if people just tell me with their words that they don't want to have sex instead of just like using like everything else to show me because it's worse kind of if they just like ignore me or push me away kind of yeah yeah that sounds horrible i know that i would much rather have someone be like no babe not tonight again than just like pushing like maybe literally pushing me away or just shutting down that sounds really hard yes so what did you do after this six-year relationship ended? Where was your headspace at the end of it sexually? Were you like, I'm ready to go out and get new people? Or were you like, oh my God, I don't know what to do? Or what was it like for you? I mostly was like, I, I, like, I don't want, I don't want boys. I'm just like, no, nothing, nothing. Got it. And then also this was like before or like at the start of the summer last year. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. So I was like... Mm sick the entire summer oh wow uh, so yeah that's so big I that's a big sickness it. so first i got like yeah the blues what it called i don't know and then i got, i don't know what it's called in english but it's, it's like first i was like really sick like i had a fever and stuff so i couldn't really do anything yeah and then it was like just like sneezing and coughing oh. and then i did stuff even though i shouldn't <laughs> right it was like yeah it was also, it was like all the, all the nice weather is just going away. Oh my god, that's <laughs> horrible. Well, I hope I hope that you can still get out of the house this summer for some nice weather. I know it's not shaping up for that great. Yeah. Uh yeah, but then like I then I moved to the place I'm living in now and uh some friends 
like invited me to go out and this was in august so i brought someone home with me like the first night out. how was that for you uh, it felt like really great because like at this point i had like no self-esteem like i thought like nobody will ever want me kind of thing mm-hmm. uh so it felt really great because this he was kind of ha- handsome yeah nice good looking guy from scotland so fun yeah it was really fun and then yeah he, he came to my place and we just like had sex and then he passed out right after and i like yes great i like made someone pass out after sex that's awesome yeah so and then he left in the morning but it was like on a good note yeah can you tell us the details of what was exciting about it to you like was there anything how was it being with a new partner what kinds of things did you do how much did you talk about sex beforehand or did you just like (laughs) feel into each other literally (laughs) yeah well we didn't talk anything about it and also I was kind of drunk because he had bought me a lot of drinks (laughs) yeah so it was not like he did anything special really with it was just like like normal missionary style sex Mm -hmm. uh but like his dick like just hit really well yeah so it felt really good it's amazing yeah it was really it was really nice you said that was back in august August. okay and so what has unfolded for you since Uh, well i would say like my sex life is like really great at the moment like in general yeah since then it's mostly been uh, yeah really good can you tell us the details of what's been making it good (laughs) so i have like i had a lot of one night stands at least for a while like last year at least i had like only one night stands how is that for you? Yeah. Like, how was it going from a six-year relationship to one-night stands? Well, it's not all the, like, you don't have all the emotions that you do in a relationship when you have one-night stands. It's like, it's just sex. Yeah. And I, like, I kind of needed, like, the just sex part yeah. to, like, feel good in my body mm-hmm. and to be, like, confident about myself and, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Are there any moments that stand out or any, do you have any good stories from those romps? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So in the start, I just basically met people out uh, at the bar. How does it happen? Do you talk to them first? Do they talk to you first? Well, yeah, usually I don't really go up to people because I'm, I'm like a bit shy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but usually when I'm out at the bar or something, I usually like to dance. So, like, my (laughs) tactic is, like, I go out on the dance floor and then I dance and then maybe some comes up to me. Also, people are really handsy on the dance floor. Okay. Well, it depends, but, yeah, usually kind of handsy. Okay, so, one night you met this guy. Yeah, uh, I was out and I met this guy. And, like, he, like, said, like, do you want to go outside? And, like, sure, yeah. And, like, outside there's, like, a parking lot. Yeah. So we kind of did it there. But he couldn't really concentrate because there were people around. Yeah. 
please paint the picture for us. So, like, there's a parking lot. Where are you in the parking lot? Are you by a car? Are you hiding behind anything? How naked? Is, yeah. Like, how much is, like, what's visible? Where are other people in relation to you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we were hiding behind a car. But, like, there weren't that many people <laughs> nearby. And I didn't really get undressed. I think I just pulled my pants down. But, like, he couldn't really concentrate at all. Because he's like, oh, there's people there. They might see us. And I was like, I don't care. So. I love it. Also, so opposite from what we're, like, socialized to believe is the normal. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. So I really, really didn't care about anyone else seeing us. Uh, was he able to like stay hard or like what how was it i don't think we really did it that long and he didn't finish it was like maybe like five minutes it was really really short okay yeah because he was not comfortable were you able to finish that's not very long no way okay i i don't know everyone's (laughs) different so i've just figured i would ask yeah no i didn't but it was like interesting experience i guess yeah yeah and this guy actually met him like twice after this because i gave him my number and when he like texted me i like kind of freaked out really it was like oh my god yeah because i don't know it was like it's like it's not like he was like the most handsome guy or it's just like he was the first person i gave my number yeah so it's just like a new experience yeah Yeah. (laughs) like you want to reach me again and you did yeah we yeah he texted me and then he came over to my place I didn't really remember like it was like really nice because we kind of like just used time to like explore each other Mm -hmm. yeah how was he in a private space as compared to the parking lot much like he could concentrate (laughs) yeah because on the parking lot, it was like kind of like just looking everywhere, and it's like, yeah, I, there's no point in doing this because he can't, he couldn't concentrate at all. But it was, it was kind of like the first time he came over. It was really good, I think. Yeah. And also, he had kind of like a big cock. That's great. Yeah. What kinds of things did you explore together? Like, oh, I don't remember. I'm not really good at remembering details. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you remember the feelings that you liked? Yeah, it's like, I re- like, like, when I don't mind being, like, naked in front of people. Okay. And actually, I prefer to have sex with the lights on. Yeah. Because I want to see the person I'm with. Me too. Yeah, and That's such a turn on. Like, when, when, for people like oh but can we turn off lights like what don't you like me yeah like that kind of my reaction i feel the same uh, way but i guess it's probably because they don't want it, me to look at them mm. not the other way around they kind of self-conscious do you turn the lights off for them or what do you do in that situation i usually do turn off the lights but it's like but i don't turn all uh, off all the lights Okay. Like I turned off some of the lights, so it's like darker, but it's not dark. So I can still see. And do you just do it or do you like 
tell them anything? Like, do you tell them that you like the lights on or do you say anything like, don't you like my body? Because I feel like lately what I've been doing is like telling people. <sighs> okay, this is going to sound so weird. So obviously, so I'm soliciting nude pictures from anyone who will send them to me. But I've also been on Tinder yeah. and like meeting people for the first time. And so I'm talking to a couple people and one of them I super duper like. Um, and he's great and very sexually confident, but I'm just like telling him over and over again, like how much I like his body. And so he has a great body, but it's like, even if it weren't like, I love bodies. I love people's bodies. I love feeling someone's body. I love like looking at my lover's body. And so I've just started like telling people that more. I don't know if it has an effect. I think I like to think that it's good, but yeah, my past partner was like really kind of not happy with his body but I was like I think you're great and perfect you know and then I would just show that with my however I'm allowed to grab them <laughs> yeah lovers this episode is sponsored by blue chew we all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health but if proper rest exercise and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it check out bluechew.com Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I too love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. But how, how is it for you? Like, do you like, do you get off visually on the other person or is it just like seeing that they're there or what is the part of you that likes the lights on feel like oh that's a difficult question yeah um yeah i do like to see people and everything really yeah how do you feel about then, mirrors like how a, i feel about mirrors like mirrors in the bedroom like watching yourself fuck i have never tried that actually because i don't have mirror in my bedroom so that would be really interesting if you like the lights on maybe you'll like a mirror i don't know <laughs> yeah i thought about it like i think i would like that yeah. but i at the same time i also like to like just be there in the moment and i wonder if like a mirror might like kind of take the focus out of what we're doing and more mm. like i don't know when you're having sex, do you ever watch, like, how do I just, this is so weird. This is a weird question. Have you ever, like, watched a penis go in and out of you? Because I think that's one of the hottest things. And that's why I like 
like having a mirror so that you can actually like get a good angle to like look at stuff. I'm just curious because I'm very visually stimulated. And so when I hear you talking about like liking to have the lights on, you know, obviously you want them to look at you. And I'm just curious about how much you like looking at other people. (laughs) (laughs) I will say like, I just, just like as a disclaimer, I've also made many partners uncomfortable because I keep my eyes open a lot because I like looking. So I don't know. Uh, I don't think I've like look. Uh, no, I don't think I've done that. But I would be interested in doing that. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, when you do, please report back to me and let me know how it goes. Yeah. Will you just tell us some of your favorite things in general, sex-wise? Like, you know, you can attach it to specific partners or if stories come to mind, share them. But just tell us, like, your favorite. It can be physical sensations. It can be feelings you get. It can be stuff that turns you on. Like, just go through some of your, like, favorites. Okay. So I, like, really like to just be touched everywhere. Yeah. Like, to get the most of being touched everywhere, I have to then not start touching, like, my nipples or, like, my downstairs area because then those sensations are so much that they kind of drown out everything else yeah yeah so I really like that but most people don't do that they're yeah most people are kind of like oh boobs yeah they're like great for them yeah they're like I know the two spots to touch (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay yeah uh because I can like Especially people touching, like, my neck and shoulders is, can really turn me on. So, like, one of my favorite kind of, like, if I am cuddling with someone and they have, like, like a little bit of, uh, like, a stubble mm. and they, like, drag their stubble, stubble, like, over my shoulders, that's, like, one of my favorite things, really. Uh, and is that where they're, like, it's, like, cheek to the side or is it, like, they're breathing on you while they do it? Both like breath and like the cheek part. Right. <laughs> Everything. I also love to like when people like kind of suck or bite on my neck. It's uh, really great. How hard do you like that? Like, are you okay with getting a hickey? Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm very okay with that. Cause, yeah. Because that's usually the way it feels the most, like the best. If I get a hickey afterward, the amount of pressure yeah. <laughs> feels really good. So it's like light kisses and stuff. It's like, mm, it's not doing that much, really. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so some people are really good at like using the right amount of pressure without making a hickey. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind getting a hickey, really. It's just. I have hair. I can like cover it up with I was, hair. Yeah, usually. I was gonna say you have hair. Librarians, I feel like, can wear turtlenecks all the time and not be suspicious. <laughs> what else do you like? How? What? What are some of your favorite ways to be touched outside of that? So I'm hearing slowness. I'm hearing take, like, take your time with touching you. Like, don't rush through the, like, don't skip touches I guess don't skip opportunities for touches <laughs> yeah like yeah slow touches that's also yeah yeah I like like body on body contact mm. like the like this one guy he 
just like kind of I was laying on my stomach in the bed and he just kind of like was laying on top of me and like touching everything. <laughs> That's amazing. And I you didn't really get rich. squished? And I didn't get squished. Was he like hard? Was he inside you or was it just like laying? No, he was just kind of laying on top of me. Oh, that sounds like a but great it... cuddle. Yeah, it was really great, actually. Was that his idea yeah. or did you ask for it? Like, how do you even... No, I don't he, think just, it... he just did it. I'm going to I'm gonna ask for a cuddle squish. If this, if my coronavirus <laughs> test comes back negative, I'm going to ask my new crush for a cuddle squish. Oh, yeah, but it's like, oh, it was like, because there's so many sensations because he's like kind of pinning me down yeah. and like breathing on my neck area and like, oh, it was great. Amazing. So I have a question for you. Do you yeah. know about the kink where people get like, oh, how, it's like a vac, do you know what a vac bed is? It's like a vacuum sealed, like your head isn't inside of it, but like everything else is inside this, like it's basically a compression bag. And then there's a vacuum that sucks the air out and it gives you this really tight squeeze. Do you think you would like that? Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. I talked to somebody who experienced it and I know a lot of people who are into latex like it, but I, that's something that I'm like, if I ever meet someone with a vac bed, I'm so excited to try it because I like getting <laughs> squeezed and restrained and curled up tight. Yeah. That sounds great. So, okay. So I still, I want to hear more, anything that comes to mind about what you like, but also do you have any kinks? Like, let's talk more about, you said a little bit of kinky. So will you just tell us kind of like what you're into there? Well, like I'm kind of right now, I'm like really open to trying anything new. Okay. So like if, if people are like, do you want to try this? I usually just say yes. Okay. To everything. So yeah, I really like to be tied up or held down or like anything really where they like grab me and yeah um I I don't know like I I like with my ex-boyfriend I didn't really do that much of anything kinky so it's all new mm, to me okay so, yeah I'm kind of meeting this guy that I met on like the kink tea ad. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, like, he brings stuff over and we try it out. Like, what kind of stuff has he brought over and what if you tried out? And how long has this been going on? So I, I think I met him in like the end of February. Okay. And I've met him like maybe three or four times. It's not been that much lately because I'm. Like, I have a lot to do with school and stuff. But, yeah. yeah. So, he has brought, like, the, it's not handcuffs, but, like, the leather ones. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. hot. Leather cuffs. Are they, do they, like, clip to each other? Or do they clip to, like, a bar? Or, like, what do they get cuffed to? Each other. Or, like, he also brought, like, the around the neck ones. <gasps> yeah. That's so. so hot. How long? So is it like a this motion where your arms are like? Well, it, if it's, it's connected. I think like, like I think they're connected with something that's like this long. So okay. it's like this. Oh my god. This length. So I can like lay like this or up 
like this if I want to. Like, I have like, yeah, like I can move a little bit, but not much. And is, so the thing that's connecting them, is it in front of your face or like behind your head? I don't remember. Okay. Like, I think it's, I, I think it's like on the side, but I don't okay, remember. Okay. For yeah. those of you not watching me on YouTube, I'm doing like elbows up to the side, hands kind of like in front of my face and behind my face as I try to figure out. Okay. So you're in a sex haze. So, okay. So what does it feel like to get tied up? What, like, how does it make you feel sexually in your body? Uh, it's like, uh, I, I really like it, but it's like, I like not making decisions. Yeah. Like I like someone yeah. else just like takes control and just like, cause then I don't have to think mm -hmm. and like about anything really. Yeah. Yeah. So you met this guy on an app. How much did you talk to him before you were like yes please tie me up restrain me let's play like did you have safety conversations or what what kind of led up to it we talked a bit and then he kind of invited me out to like a bar or like just a walk i think which yeah like in public so we met up in public and then like the first time he didn't bring anything over we just like <sighs> had sex but yeah i we talk i don't remember exactly how much we talked about stuff I think we talked that much but we like he's like always like before he comes to like ask like what worked like last time or what didn't you like last time on what do you want to try this time mostly i've just said like whatever you want to do yeah so does he identify as kinky or is he just like he likes to play with toys. Do you use any official titles? Like what level do you feel like you're at kink wise there? Well, I think he's like quite kinky. I am also pretty sure he has like other play partners. Uh -huh. Oh, but you guys don't talk yeah. about that explicitly? No, okay. we have not talked about that explicitly. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, cause he has lots of stuff. I'm like, he had, has brought like some stuff, but I'm pretty sure he has like lots. I haven't really been at the his place yet okay he usually comes to my place and brings some stuff i love yeah. that i think that's very convenient and my former master used to show up with his dom bag like you know his bag full of toys <laughs> and i'm like yeah. great sex like amazing sex has arrived at my door wonderful come in <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you call him anything specific or do you just like you do, do you have a title for him or does he call you anything specific or is it just like your behavior is kinky but not the like power dynamic between you i don't call him anything specific no okay okay oh yeah so it's just like would you kind of want to <laughs> yeah maybe i, don't, I mean not like... him specifically but like would you like want to have a more formal relationship with a dom or what do you kind of fantasize about that if anything Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice, so I am very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know? The Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people. This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation. 
learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. I could, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I would be, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so he's cuffed you up, tied you up with cuffs. What else has he brought over to explore? Let's see. He's brought, like, nipple clamp. How was that, that for you? Cool? Yes, it is. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of good until it's not. Tell us more. What, what, when, it, yeah. when does it feel good and then when does it not feel good? And how do you feel when they get taken off? Oh, it's so painful when they get taken off. Does he, <laughs> did, my former master used to have me count down. Oh my God, I'm realizing it's been so long since I used nipple clamps. I, he got a little lazy, I will say, at the end. We stopped being kinky. But he used to count down, He or he would make me count down three, two, and then he would take it off, and I would, like, scream or, like, have a reaction or whatever. <laughs> Do you have any preparation like that, or is it just, like, a surprise? No, he usually uh, gives me some time to prepare. But it's... <sighs> yeah, I... Like, my nipples are really sensitive, so they they're like like hypersensitive afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So, what is going through your brain when they're being placed on you? Like, how does it? What does it like do to your brain or body or mind or sex heart? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like oh, like I want I want it, but I also don't. Yeah. Because I know that like. Uh, like like the first time he put them on, he kind of pulls at it, and then I have to like say stop now. You can't turn, yeah. Because it yeah, so it's fine if he just like leaves it on, yeah. But yeah. don't pull at it, yeah. That hurts, yeah. So I'm hearing you say stop. You don't have like special safe words or anything, but you he just like listens no. to stop. Great. Um, yeah, what else? Has there been any other like pain implements or or anything that you haven't used but want to explore? So yeah, he has spanked me. Mm, like with, with what? Like with his hands, and okay. then also like he brought like a little like heart shaped heart shaped like like paddle. paddle. Yeah, like or what is that? Is I it a? I don't know. It's it's like a. a no, it's like a little spanker. Is it like on a long skinny stick? Yeah. And then the heart's like this big kind of ish? Yeah. Smaller? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what those are called. A big, tiny. Yeah. Tiny. 
Yeah. But it's like a lollipop heart shape. It leaves a heart shape? <gasps> yeah. Do you have any pictures from a heart sh- from heart shapes on your butt? Do you like pictures? Do you let him yeah. take pictures? Like do you send naked pictures? I have sent naked pictures, but I like I'm trying to not send so many because I kind of like it it can stop a good conversation. Yeah. Like if I'm having a conversation, like a really nice conversation with someone and then it's like we do like sexting or something and then that's all they want afterwards kind of. That's, or that's how it feels like. Uh, I know that, that. Okay. So I will say that's why I like my current crush so much because it's like our actual conversation like fuses directly into our sexual conversation. And I've been talking to him for like three weeks and we haven't touched each other yet. And we want to so bad, but I've been sending him all kinds of nudes and it's like developed to be very hot, very organically. So I'm just like, oh my God, is it going to be this hot when we're in person or is it going to fizzle out? I don't know. But I know what you mean because I've definitely had the experience with other people where I'm like, we're chatting, we're flirting, we're everything. And then I send a nude and then they just like lose their mind. <laughs> yeah. If you could fantasize around like what would sharing a nude that doesn't stop the conversation feel like? Well, it would be nice. If, I don't know. It's it's like, oh. yeah. I think I think I would like really appreciate that because because it feels like when sex is on the table, it's like that's all there is on the table. It's like like yeah. me as a person don't really matter. Like like yeah yeah that will feel. <laughs> I think that will feel really great. But I it's, I don't think that's so easy to come by. Because people are like, especially in these times, people are very like, sex. Yeah. <laughs> On all of the, all of the apps. Very, like, desperate, almost. <laughs> Is it, how, how does it feel to be like, I, I think it's so strange because I'm a woman who wants to have sex, but then on these apps, I'm like, yes, and I want more. Like, I want interesting sex. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like you have to be an interesting yeah. person to have interesting sex. How do you kind of, like, filter for that? Or do you, can you relate to that at all? I, like, up till right, not that long ago, I just kind of met people <laughs> without oh, thinking yeah. that much about it. So, so just, like recently that I felt like I want something more than just sex I want like the like I want the interesting conversation but I appreciate like some of the people that I have met on apps Mm -hmm. are like that's the only thing they talk about with me that's like it that's our whole relationship that's like sex yeah and like I appreciate it if like you show just like a tiny bit of interest in who I am and how I'm doing and like how my life's going yeah kind of so it's not just that part do you ever initiate that or ask for that I haven't asked for it but it's I haven't really well I'm kind of texting with this one guy that I met and had sex with but and he's like not he doesn't talk about that at all almost like sex which is really nice so we just like talk about other stuff hmm. so that's kind of interesting but I feel like I think he like has like is depressed or something hmm. so he is like an emotional tough space so I don't think like sex is something he necessarily wants all the time got it so I, I'm guessing that why he doesn't talk about that 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had an interaction with someone where like it felt like there was a, a good balance between like emotional connection interest and sexual interest? Not really. But like I have a crush on the guy right now, but we haven't like had yeah. So. <gasps> How did you meet him? Did you meet him on an app? Are you allowed to touch people yeah. right now where you are? Like, do you go out into the world and touch people? Or are you all still inside? Well, you're you're not supposed to touch people. <laughs> like, preferably, like, keep, like, one meter distance. Got it. At least. But I have met him, and we did kiss. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but, like, I think, like, from, I'm just not meeting that many people right now. Right. Like, in general, not friends or family or anything. You're also in a country that has managed its crisis response a little bit better than where I am. <laughs> yeah. So it's, like, different yeah. different levels of caution. But I, did you guys talk about that at all ahead of time? Or was it just sort of this feeling of, like, oh, we're going to do this anyway? Like, you know, because I, I do feel like talking about coronavirus stuff is, like, the new STI. I mean, it's STI plus because it's not just, like, <laughs> oh, shit, am I going to get, like, pregnant or herpes or something you know it's like am i going to get a possibly fatal <laughs> virus well like the first time we met i was like i wasn't really sure if it was a date or not okay actually, like i started talking with him like in december uh, and so i hadn't like and then we kind of uh we have been gaming together so that's like my interaction with Sima has mostly been like through the computer, fun. which is like really nice and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also <laughs> like, like mutual fun. interests. That's super fun. Yeah. So we didn't talk about it. And I was like, I wasn't sure if I like before I met him, I wasn't sure if he was like, if he was someone I just wanted to be a friend with or not. Like if I wanted more. Yeah. Which I did yeah. when I met him. It's just like very interesting, and then like after this date, we had like we met this week, but before then, he like contacted me and said, "Hey, I don't think I'm like ready for a relationship right now." Yeah. So we kind of decided to just be friends. Okay. And then we met uh, on Tuesday, Thursday, and. Then we kissed again. Oh. So, yeah. And it's like, it's like, uh, like, you know, sexual tension. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I, I'm just gonna, yeah, I really, I think I really want to date him, but it's like, oh, it's so difficult because I also don't know if I'm ready for a serious relationship and he's like a really great guy and yeah <laughs> he lives also like he lives uh, like far away not, not very far away but like at least like two hours away okay is yeah well is there a way that you guys could have sex and like each other and not be in a relationship? Because that's what I always go to. I don't know if this works in real life. I'm always like, we'll just put boundaries around it. That'll work. And then it doesn't. But I'm always like, it could work if we just agree to it and then keep the agreement, you know? 
Yeah, I <laughs> I've been thinking about it and I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's gonna work. Well, I and then and then would you even would you even want that is the other question too, because it's like people I feel like are so they change their minds about what they want all the time. And I find it baffling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are complicated. So it's like Okay, so let's let's take it back into our sexual fantasy realm. What sort of sexual things are you ready to explore that you haven't explored? And also if there are any favorites that we didn't hit, please bring them in. Okay, what do I really want to try? I really want to like I really want to try like to be teased until I beg them to do more. <laughs> like yeah. I really want to try that. But I also feel like it might be kind of difficult cuz I am not like when I have sex I can't like really think properly so me saying like people have tried to get me to like while we have sex like tried to make me I don't know dirty talk or something and I just I can't like there's like a mental barrier inside my mind and I'm not good at talking oh my god if someone in bed five years ago had been like talk dirty to me I would it would have taken me so deeply out of my sexual experience that I would have been it would have been like a full body shutdown because I was only in the space of like I don't know what to do. I don't know if you're going to like this. I'm self-conscious. And it, it basically took me out of like the sexy zone where I was in my body into this realm of like, am I going to do this right? And then I had a partner. He would dirty talk to me and would make me feel so turned on that I was lucky enough to experience like A, an example of someone showing me how to dirty talk. And then also someone who would literally make me feel so turned on and horny and like I had such deep desire for him that I feel like that unlocked my ability to dirty talk naturally because then it just like helped me find this way to express what was actually true whereas beforehand you know I, I've been curious about sex since I was trying to have it and getting turned down all the time but I spent like the first six seven eight years you know it wasn't until I, I was with him at the end of age 27 turning 28 and I just turned 31 and so it wasn't until then that I like started to kind of like be able to identify what I want and then express it and so yeah if someone in bed was like talk dirty to me I would have been like ah! <laughs> like what do you that's hard that sounds hard if you don't have experience what did you say to them like what do you do I usually don't say anything so I just because I I can't. I like. Yeah. I can like. It doesn't like take me out of like everything. I just. I can't. I like. I can't like figure out what to say. Yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like my brain is like it's just blank. It's nothing. Yeah. I, <laughs> when you're not having sex, so like, say you're dirty tech. Do you dirty text at all? Like, are you able to think dirty thoughts and communicate them outside of the bedroom, or is it like a new skill that you just like don't have experience with yet? Yeah, I'm not. No, yeah. I do can't you, really oh, do that. How either. have I waited this long to ask you this? Do you read erotic fiction? Because you talked about like non-erotic books that you. I mean, it was like it had sex stuff in it when you were younger. But like, is that a part of your uh, of yourself that likes <laughs> books? Yeah, I do read some uh, erotic fiction. Actually, like a friend of mine has made like kind of a ebook library. <laughs> <laughs> like erotica amazing so she's shared it with me oh that's so amazing I just, I'm like, 
I just have like this folder with all these books that I haven't read so for what I got. Yeah. So I, it's like, I don't know like what I like right now. I'm really kind of like historic. Yeah. Like historical. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I really like this author. She's really good at like describing things without it being like weird or corny or awkward. Because I have read some. What is her name? Let's see. Elizabeth Hoyt is she called. Oh, yeah. And then you were saying you've read other authors. Yeah, like some authors are just like they use like really weird words to describe like a vagina or like and it's just like it kind of puts me out of it it's like this is not hot this is not sexy in any way this is just weird yeah so yeah okay so are there any other kinks or fantasies or like bucket list items hopes that you have for your sexual self that are worth mentioning right now i can like i'm a squirter so i squirt really easily oh which i didn't really figure out before like december last year so like with some people i can like squirt from just like having normal sex if their like penis is like like hitting the right spot i guess Mm -hmm. so i would like (laughs) more of that Mm -hmm. i guess and i kind of want to try like butt stuff because i haven't really experienced that much or tried so much yet and i think i might enjoy it but yeah what are you interested in trying? Like butt sex, I guess. But it's like, because I remembered not long ago that when I was like, like a kid, I used to like put like this little thing inside my butt and I like really like the feeling of it. Oh, great. And so I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a butt plug? So, Do you ever wear one? I have a butt plug. Uh, I haven't used it that much yet. Okay. But it's like, yeah, just like, I need to like kind of go slow mm-hmm. yeah i think with new stuff so i feel comfortable totally or i don't know because i have like like my boundaries in sex it's like like if it gets too much it's like i shut down kind of mm-hmm. uh it has, hasn't happened that often but it's like if if i have just like i can it doesn't really matter what kind of sex there is like it can be just like normal sex and it's too much and then I like just shut down and I am not that good at like stopping people I guess so uh like the one time this happened it's like the guy didn't really notice Oof. so we just like continued so it was like it was really good sex up to that point and then after that it was it just made me feel like really not good. Yeah. I guess. So then I like had a like really bad day after that. But it's like I think I need like someone who pays like close attention to me. Yeah. When I have like because it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of scary in a way that it's like it can happen like at any time it's like it's like i don't know exactly like where my boundary is so it's like 
but also this happened like right like it was the second guy I had sex with after my breakup so I hadn't had that much sex and then right. like we did it like maybe five times right after each other and that was way too much for me at mm. the point so it was just like I'm not used to having that much sex at the same time or yeah. in such a short of time yeah that sounds like a lot because you, on the one hand, it sounds like you are very sexually motivated. On the other hand, it's like you need a partner that can kind of take care of you if you stumble upon that boundary. Do you talk about it with the partners ahead of time at all? Or did, do you just like see if it happens? I haven't talked about it with people, but like, well, right now I can only remember it happening two times. So yeah. it was the guy from like, and then another guy and another the other guy like he noticed that something was wrong so he stopped okay that's good uh yeah yeah that is very good and like but i also wish that he would have like cuddled a bit or i don't know anything really afterwards because yeah. he had to go so that wasn't so great but it it felt great that he like he paid so close attention that he could see that something was wrong yeah. And that he stopped. Which really should be like the barest base level for all of us. But I know that in my own personal experience, when I do have a partner that actually pays attention to me in bed and not just, I mean, you, here's the thing. I haven't had this happen with a female partner yet. It's only dudes that don't pay attention. Just in my own personal experience, I can speak for my own experience. And so then when I have a man that actually like is present with me and my body and pays attention, the sex is always better because I'm, a, I'm able to feel so safe and so relaxed and he's paying attention to my body. And so whatever we're doing together is like connected. Do you think that you would ever get to a place where you would tell a new partner, even a casual one, like, hey, this thing happens sometime, pay attention? Yeah, I it would be a good idea, I think, at least, because it's, but it hasn't, like, been a problem lately, but it's also, I think it's like, like, all, like, many factors that come in, like, if I'm really stressed out, or, like, I don't know, yeah, but I should also, like, I need to get better at just talking about stuff beforehand, I think, because I usually don't talk yeah. about that much beforehand because I just kind of jump into it so I think that's very normal but like I know that I love talking about stuff and so now I've been doing it a lot more and and new people are like what is happening I'm like we're talking about sex you know and it freaks some people out but also (laughs) uh, at this point I would rather you know do the filtration beforehand and not waste my time on mediocre sex and find someone who's like a willing happy sex fiend or at least a student you know like someone who's like wants to explore and wants to be conscious about it i want to ask you you described yourself as bisexual will you tell us a little bit about what those feelings feel like to you okay so i just kind of recently figured this out yeah because i have this friend and she she (laughs) like okay so she came over because she had like just kind of broken up with the guy and she was like really sad and stuff. So she stepped over and then, so we were kind of like, like cuddling in bed kind of. Mm -hmm. And then she asked me if 
like she said that she had felt like this like kind of sexual tension between us and asked me if I also felt that and I said yes <sighs> so it was like yeah and then we kind of kissed a bit and she went down on me <laughs> how was that it was it was nice I kind of I like I want like but this is like one of my really close friends so I'm like scared of if like that if it might kind of ruin our friendship mm. uh, why do you think it would ruin it I don't know but I guess I just like I live in my head too much sometimes yeah so I just like make up like scenarios that doesn't necessarily correspond with how things really are I'm also not good at like taking the initiative mm -hmm. like I've said before and I have like met her multiple times after this but I don't feel like it's been like the right place to maybe do something yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and I haven't talked to her about it yet okay okay do you yeah. think you're going but... to or does it feel like one of those things that you're just like I don't know Oh, I'm like, I have like, not, I've not, not been very good at like, like talking with people about like things I found difficult. Yeah, because it's hard, so, especially when you don't have practice. Yeah, yeah I get so that. I that. So I like, I think that we should talk about it, but we haven't yeah. talked about it yet. I get that. And I... Like, I would like to explore more with her or, like, maybe with someone else. But I feel like girls are more scary <laughs> than guys. It's funny because, like, in some ways I agree and in some ways I don't. But I have more experiences with men than I do women because it's so much easier to snag a man sexually. Like, it doesn't take work. You just show up yeah. and they want to fuck you, you know. Whereas I feel like with women, I'm the same way. Like, I don't know how to initiate things as well. I'm, get, I'm practicing, but I'm very awkward at it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, also, I'm, I'm moving soon to, like, people living together. That's, yeah, I don't know what it's called in English. Uh, so, I'm going to move with, like, one of my friends. And, like, she and the other person who are already living there are both, like, LGBTQ. Like, one of them are bi. Okay. Sexual. Great. And the other, I think she's gay. I'm ah. not certain about that, but you're, at least she's bisexual. You're, you're going to get introduced to ladies that want to fuck. You're going to get experience. You're going to just, like, absorb experience from them. It's I think it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm very excited yeah. for that. So, like my friend said, she's going to take me to a gay bar. Great. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay, are there any other, like, sexual stories that need to be shared at this point or things that you feel like are important about your sexual self? So, this was a guy that I met on, like, an app at Tinder, Tinder or something. Like, so he started talking to me at, like, the start of the day. And, like, he was really like, oh, I want to have sex, can I come over? And I said, like, no, I have to go to work. And afterwards, then I'm going to go, like, back to my mom's place. Yeah. Which is, like... So I was like, uh, but I don't think I like have the time. And he was like, yeah, well, but I can drive you. And, and uh, 
great. Yeah. Uh, so. So. Yeah. So he picks me up at my at my apartment and <laughs> drives me home. But like he has like a Tesla, like electrical or electric el- electrical car. Electric, yeah. Like yeah, electric car. Yeah. So we stop like at a like a charging Charge. station. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then we like have sex in the back of his car. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. How was it? Uh it was like well like the experience was like really nice, but the yes. car was like kind of like Yep. That crap. But but like, honestly yeah. That is why I love sex stories so much because sometimes the sex is whatever. It's fine. But the whole experience around it is so exciting that it's still a good story because I like sex so much and even regular sex is just good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, ugh. Wait, yeah. so so then did you get dropped off at your mom? Like, did she see yeah. a strange car? No, or No. <laughs> okay. So this was in winter. So, like, and my mom's live, like, far yeah. up in the Got forest. It. Got it. And... Uh, and it was kind of late. Yeah. And he like, like right before, like there's a really steep, like, and he couldn't get up because it was like ice on it. Oh. And he has like electrical cars aren't really that like. Nope. They don't have that much power, so he couldn't get up. So I had to walk the rest of the way. So no, my mom didn't see him. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. That's so good. Okay, so now, if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? Yeah, I would probably choose, like, when I was 18 and just had sex for the first time, I think, and, like, said that you should, <laughs> I don't know, like, maybe advise myself to talk with my partner more mm-hmm. about sex and be interested in their side of like just not like being like locked inside this is what I need mm. and also see like the other person's needs yes mm-hmm. and also say that it's okay it's okay that you like sex this much and it's okay that something like that yeah yeah beautiful do you have any sex questions for me Thank you so much for sharing all of your stories. Please keep me posted on how things unfold with this crush. Yes, I will. <laughs>